great reset where food is bugs, DNA is manipulated, pregnancy takes place in lab-grown artificial wounds, religion's banned, and Bill Gates owns all the farms, so all of your cattle is back. So it's basically like whether you want the vaccine or not, you're gonna you're gonna take it indirectly anyway by consuming it. People are telling you bugs are good for you. Robert Downey Jr. was on a podcast and he's saying like he's on an all bug diet. He's not looking too great, by the way. You all bug like Uh like. They're, they're, in insects. Insects. Why is he eating insects? Welcome back to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Nick Nanakos. Good to be here. Nick How's it going, man? It's going well. How you feeling? Feeling good. Just got to Vegas yesterday, mm-hmm. so enjoying it. Man, you're pretty tan. Where do you live? Yeah, Texas. <laughs> oh, Texas. I mean, it's like the same temperature that it is here. No, but way more. I just humid. left. I yeah. just left. It was 90 degrees, 87 percent humidity. Jeez, it's, so it's like humid. Florida. Yeah, it's way more humid. Disgusting. Uh, Florida's worse. Okay. Yeah. Yo, that weather's disgusting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it gets bad. Why oh, did you choose goodness. Texas? Um, well, originally I'm from New York, so my whole family is in Dallas. Mm. I'm in Austin for the business, mainly for the business, but yeah. I wanted, I, I, I actually love the warm weather. Like I don't oh, nice. mind the sun just beating on me for, you know, six hours. Like, yeah, all about that. Mm. I want to dive into your business. Could you tell yeah. us more about it? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm the CEO, founder, <clears throat> president of, uh, the food company. So the food company is the parent company. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, we invent and operate the most creative concepts across farming, restaurants, mm-hmm. and grocery uh, at enormous scale for the masses. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a factory. Uh, from the factory, we manufacture these food pods with insane unit economics. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole genesis of the company, the whole mission is really about, it's really around the re-architecture of the toxic food system that's killing us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we partner with the best local Texas farms. Um, we only use grass-fed milks, grass-fed butters, grass-fed yogurts. Uh, we cook in animal-based ghee, <clears throat> no seed oils. Um, our first creation is Ziki, yeah. which is a uh, Greek-Mexican fusion restaurant that uses no seed oils, no soy, no vegetable oils, no canola mm. oils. So, wow. Yeah. And then we have a second concept getting ready to launch soon. So that's probably the first fast casual restaurant without seed oils. At this scale, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a few local mom-and-pop businesses mm-hmm. that are trying it, but uh, nobody at the enormous scale. And does it change the flavor of the food? It makes it better. Oh, Way wow. better. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a reason why the, the brand is resonating so well with mm-hmm. our customers in Austin. It's just like uh, anything in butter generally tastes better. Like, you mm-hmm. could eat butter on chocolate, fruit, mm-hmm. like anything. Yeah. So, How do you but, fry so, french fries in butter? Um, so we don't fry in oh, butter. Right. Everything is cooked in butter on the grills. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so it's, it's on a grill. It's on a grill, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. But we in the fryer is um, either beef tallow mm. or uh, zero acre fermented oil. Mm. Oh, fermented oil. Yeah. And how do what is fer- how does fermented oil Basically, work? Basically, um, they they feed the microorganisms sugar and then they squeeze it and mm. that's how you produce the oil. So it's an all natural process. It's not like the process of extracting from canola oil or rapeseed, which, you know, has to be heated to extreme temperatures and then they put carcinogens in it and right. just your whole wow. body gets inflamed and it stays in your gut for six years. 
Wow. Yeah, you actually get, we were talking about the sun, you actually get sunburned uh, as a result of consuming seed oils. Really? Like me, I don't even use um, any form of sunscreen. I think it, it's cancerous. There's a lot of studies that suggest it is. Yeah, I've never used it either. Yeah, it, you, you really don't need it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand some people are more sensitive to the sun, but think about our ancestors. Like they were in the sun all day, every day. They weren't having skin cancers and everything mm -hmm. like that. There's actually uh, an experiment where they took a group of monkeys. Uh, group one, they fed it a really highly processed diet with, you know, uh, seed oils and just artificials and everything like that and put them in X amount of sun exposure. And then they took the second group of monkeys and they fed them a really seed oil free diet, very clean, very natural. Um, and no, and, and all the ones with the processed, highly artificial diet developed some form of skin cancer or some mm -hmm. kind of serious skin issue. None of the other ones did. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's fascinating. That's insane. I mean, so I use tallow oil lotion. Like it's, it's beef tallow oil, the fat from the animal with mango butter and coconut oil. And Wait, wow. beef oil lotion. Yeah. It's the, what's the, that? That sounds so, fire. You send me the link yeah, to that. It, it sounds fire. Awesome. Called, I would wear that. Yeah. It's called based bomb. Actually. I use it like my face, my beard. It's, yeah. it's, uh, smells amazing. Feels amazing. Shout out to our sponsor today. AG one, man. AG one's been a great product. Been using it for the past few months now. Used to have some constipation issues. It's helped my body feel a lot better. Every morning I wake up and it's a good start to the day, you know? Yeah, same thing with me. I take AG1 in the mornings and at night before I go to bed, especially before working out, bro. It gives me all the nutrition that I actually need. I feel really, really good working out. Clarity, energized. I mean, it just helps and then it supports my immune system also. Yeah, it's got 75 high quality vitamins. It's got probiotics and honestly, it's pretty affordable. Less than $3 a day to wow, use it. Wow, less than $3 a day? Yeah. I actually like it way better than taking individual vitamins just because granted, I mean, who wants to take 20 pills? Rather just pour this in my water, shake it up, drink it, and get on the go. Yeah, I used to take like 40 pills a day, but this makes it easy. <laughs> yeah, 40, that's <laughs> a lot, bro. Yeah, so guys, if you're looking for a simpler, more effective investment for your health, try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash DSH. Drinkag1.com slash DSH. Link will be in the bio. Thanks, Peace. guys. And what's interesting is I used to use regular lotions and I get the same exposure as I, now as I always did. Mm -hmm. And my skin always used to peel mm -hmm. like days later. Never once. Yeah. Wow. Never I, once. I'm big on hemp lotion. I use hemp, hemp lotion. Hemp is good too. Yeah, I use yeah. hemp lotion. Yeah, I like that. It's fascinating just because your, your whole life we're taught that sun damage is caused from the sun. Yeah. But it's actually from seed oils. Yeah, yeah. Like it's what a are big the, contributor. What are the worst seed oils for you? Canola oil. Mm. Um, is probably, canola is the worst because it's I'm really, I, That's the first thing I grab when I walk in Walmart. You serious? Really? Yeah, I grab Why? Wow. You gotta I mean, stop that. When I fry fish or whatever. No, 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 no. You yeah. can't. You can't. I mean, mm. that's why there's an enormous level of disease in, mm. in so many communities everywhere. It's like um, heart disease, diabetes, mm. uh, inflammation, cancer. So, so what would oils. I? What would I fry fish in? Butter, butter. Get grass-fed butter, or extra virgin olive oil. But butter's better. Mm. So fry fish in butter. You talking about in the pan? Like yeah, like you know, like you dip the fish in like fish, like fry fish. I would suggest with batter on it. There's batter on it. You can't fry it in butter, can you? You could cook it in butter if you really want like a, a, a solid amount of oil. I would try uh, extra virgin olive oil. Oh, extra or, virgin olive oil. Or and I'm not a super big fan of it, but avocado oil. Mm. But extra Why? virgin olive oil is better. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you like avocado oil? It's at the end of the day, it's like not as. Uh, it's not as healthy for you as extra virgin olive oil. Like the rank of what's best for you to cook in really is uh, grass-fed butter and tallow. Mm -hmm. And what's then, tallow? 
tallow is the, the animal fat. It's like the oil from the fat of yeah. the animal. That's oh. the ghee, right? Yeah. Do they actually sell that? Well, yeah. ghee is a kind of a, for, a, a derivative of butter, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So where do they sell the animal fat at? So actually Whole Foods has a brand. I think it's called Epic. Um, it's grass-fed beef tallow. Mm-hmm. I use that at home to cook most of my stuff in or grass-fed butter, which I get from a local mm-hmm. farm mm-hmm. that we use in our businesses. Now, you had a cancer scare. Do you think that was caused from diet? I think it could very well have been, to be honest. Look, I can't say for sure, right? Like, I mean, the, the type of cancer I had was ex- insanely rare. It was in my tongue. Um, mm. I didn't even know that it, tongue cancer was a thing. Yeah. Um, but it could very mm. much have been attributed to it. I mean, they, they said, look, it seems like a case of bad luck. At your age, this typically never happens. Yeah. Um, so that's why I take it more personal. I mean, that's why I'm wearing a, a shirt with Bill Gates getting pied in the face because I think that there <laughs> mm. a lot of people at the end of the day that are in charge of our food systems that are intentionally doing this to poison people, um, very much so more in the US than even anywhere else in the world. Like you could go to Italy and eat pizza and pasta every single day and come back weighing less and feeling better. And I didn't know people that this actually happens to. I've been to Europe too and I go to Greece, it's the same thing. Um, And so, yeah, like I believe overwhelmingly that food is the most important category in the world. Like if, if rockets disappeared, tomorrow we'd be all right like like i'll make a deal with you i'll give you each 10 billion dollars i'll pay for your flight travel to mars i'll give you everything you want every Mm -hmm. car everything you've ever wanted you want to go no obviously not we have earth here we have people that are hungry here dying here sick here we have a lot of resources here that this whole thing about we're going to run out of resources no it's way overblown it's a fear tactic Mm -hmm. so uh rockets disappear tomorrow we're good Electric cars disappear tomorrow. We have gas cars. Mm-hmm. Bridges disappear tomorrow. Infrastructure, we could sail boats. Food disappears tomorrow. Everyone's dead. What's a more important category than food? You literally, it's been that way from the beginning of time and will, will be that way forever until the end of time. Wow. So, yeah. That's deep. And you also raised $7.6 million from the same investors in Elon's company, right? So we raised mm-hmm. $5 million. Uh, So in total, we've, ra- we, we've raised close to $10 million. Mm-hmm. as a company um but five million of that came from um elon's investors mm-hmm. it's a group called gigafund they put over a billion dollars into spacex yeah um and you know that's kind of our master plan too there's a lot of parallels to our business and and tesla and elon's mm-hmm. companies mm-hmm. but it's it's very important you know to have investors like that and right. they don't go near a company unless it's one of the most significant mm-hmm. companies in the world yeah so how did you get on the radar I met him at a private ranch in wow. Texas, actually. Yeah, and uh, the, the owner of the private ranch is also an investor in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was at a time where everything was bootstrapped. We had one location for Ziki, mm-hmm. um, had not really raised a lot of money, did barely had any revenue, but he understood the vision and they got behind it. So very high conviction on their end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, two months later after meeting on the ranch, uh, the deal was done. Nice. So. So how many so, locations you guys trying to open up for Ziki? Thousands. 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 Yeah. So so the food companies at the it's it, you, we've always had a parent company to support our multi-decade structure, mm-hmm. right? So similar to like Whole Foods owns Amazon, right, mm-hmm. and many other concepts, mm-hmm. and the food company is the same way. The food company owns Ziki, and our next concept, you ready for it? It's called Big Pharma with an F. Mm. And these are basically farmers markets in pods. And you ask the question, where mm. do I get this stuff? Where do yeah. I even get the the, the tallow? These are going to basically be pods similar to the style of, you know, how Ziki pods look. Um, but they'll have the best grass-fed butters, the best grass-fed meats, the best uh, A2 and raw milks, the best mm-hmm. cheeses. 
tallow-based skincare products, wow. you know, free snacks. And we're going to scale from our gigafactory vision. This is a multi-decade conquest of what we're building. Mm. Um, we're going to be raising lots of money. I mean, we're raising 15 million now. Um, so you guys are like Whole Foods on like steroids, steroids, like exactly the you real, funny? the real Whole Foods. Like yeah. you, what well, you just said yeah, yeah. last week, we had, um, this, these farmers in our office, they're holy cow beef in Texas and they're mm. incredible people. Um, and do all like Angus grass fed beef, but they said the same thing. I mean, mm -hmm. they knew the founder of Whole Foods, John Mackey, he had mm -hmm. a brilliant vision around agriculture, mm -hmm. uh, and farming systems, yeah. but Whole Foods today post Bezos acquisition is very different from what it was when John Mackey started it. Yeah. I mean, he was really about amplifying farmers. Well, so, they, yeah. they have to, Whole Foods can't, Whole Foods and Sprouts can't be all about agriculture because, um, they don't control the agriculture. Bezos and his crew does well, you know, the, the higher up. So it's like you got a team in with this or we'll just stop supply. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. the relevant we'll thing. We'll buy all your forms. Yeah. I mean, back to the to the shirt, right? Like yeah. Bill Gates is the largest farmland owner in the right, country. Right, right. And so so the 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 pitch deck for investors that we have, it opens mm. up with the food company on the first page. And then the second page is uh, very provocative. It says the great reset where food is bugs, DNA is manipulated. Pregnancy takes place in lab-grown artificial wombs. Religion's banned, and Bill Gates owns all the farms, so all of your cattle is vaxxed. So it's basically like uh, whether you want the vaccine or not, you're going you're gonna to take it indirectly anyway by and consuming someone, it. Yeah. You know, and, and so this is not a wild conspiracy. Like, I don't call them conspiracy theories anymore. They're conspiracy facts. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> this is real. Like, people yeah. are telling you bugs are good for you. Robert Downey Jr. was on a podcast uh, recently saying, like, he's on an all-bug diet, and he's not looking what? too great, by the way. You all-bug majority bug he's really Wait, when you say bird. bug like actual bugs bugs yeah like uh -huh. in, like they're, they're, in, insects insects why is he eating insects because it's people like the world economic forum and all the elites that are in charge of things that are really pushing they're trying us. to push that they're trying to push so that. they want us eating bugs well we'll think they want you eating bugs but think about <laughs> the, the they the uh uh you say and he's not looking too good <laughs> he's not unfortunately you know the uh, department of agriculture today just approved lab-grown uh chicken and that's another thing. I see now. What's up with that? It's it's it's. Look, I think there's. Uh, they they want to manipulate everything. They want to ma manipulate how you think. They want to manipulate what you see on TV. They want to manipulate your food. They want to. Can they tell us? Is, do do they have to tell us that it's lab grown? Yeah. Or no. no. They'll they'll fine line it. Well, they'll, that's a good point, right? Because yeah. that's a big thing about like the categoriz categorization of these products. You know, you could get meat. Uh, from somewhere in in Africa, somewhere in South America, at places like okay, so look, places like Argentina are known for having really good cattle, yeah. but other parts of the world they may not have the highest standard of, of agriculture. Mm -hmm. The second that meat comes and crosses the border, all they have to do is put a sticker on it that says "Product of USA," and they don't have to say where it actually came from. So, how many touch points are there? on that meat mm -hmm. before it actually gets to your, yeah. your table, wow. yeah. you know? And so that's very deceptive. Yeah. I also found out that actually farm raised salmon, I mean, farm, farm, farm raised salmon is actually gray. Gray. Yeah. yeah they, they add they color to make it right. orange or salmon. Yeah. Color. So Trader Joe's actually have, you have to buy wild salmon because the salmon in the actual stores is actually pumped with dye and the actual color of the salmon is gray. Why would they dye it? Cause it's because not. Because it's farm raised. Yeah, it's, it should it, always be wild caught. Generally. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, the uh, color for the we're you, you're not gonna buy gray salmon. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you don't I, eat any farm raised. You eat no, all not wild. not for fish. Mm. I mean, I rarely eat fish. To be honest with you, it's probably like ten percent of what mm. I consume. And generally, I'm always eating fruit uh, and beef okay. and chicken. 
and how do you get good quality meat? Yeah, what, we what? have good relationships. So, I mean, in the company, we have great relationships with farmers. That's a huge part. Oh, of our you're business. probably yeah, yeah. You're you're in Texas too. Exactly, we're yeah. in Texas. Our next market's Miami. Like, so they also have great agriculture. But we There's farms in Miami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, well, wow. in Florida overall. Yeah. I mean, like the, the, the red states have really strong uh, agriculture mm, right. and farms and systems set up for us. So they're going to be great launch pads for what we're doing across mm -hmm. Ziki and Big Pharma. Mm. What are some restaurants that say they're healthy, but they're not? I'm just going to grab this. Can I grab that drink real quick? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, some, thank you. Uh, Restaurants that say they're healthy is an example like sweet green. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sweet green is like this healthy salads and everything like mm -hmm. that. They are using seed oils in their dressings and other things on their menu. Chipotle. I love Chipotle. Um, I think they're an incredible example of a fast casual that has crushed it. $57 billion company, 3,500 locations, all owned and operated by them. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And they also opened up an investment branch too and, and they're ripping checks into other companies across agriculture, restaurants and things like that. So, oh, nice. you know, hats off to Chipotle, but I wish Chipotle was not cooking with seed oils because I would eat their way, way more often. I mean, mm -hmm. at Ziki, we have people that come to us and say, I used to be a customer of Sweet Green, Cava, Chipotle. Now I eat at Ziki six times a week. We have customers that eat six times a week. Wait, so Ziki isn't just a store, so it's a restaurant too? Yeah, so, so Ziki is, it, it, it's this basically. So on my phone. Mm -hmm. We build these from our factory. Yeah. Oh. So that, those are the food pods. So wow. we, we can manufacture a ton of those things. Yeah. And that's the grand vision is a gigafactory. Yeah, I want to try know, it. Scaling thousands okay. of these pods everywhere that's across sick. farm pods. And where, where do you guys pods. place them at? Like where do you, where you uh, put them in parking lots? They could be in parking lots. It could be in food parks. It could be outside of a hotel. They could be in college universities. The, wow. The, that's the, so are, are you guys franchising this? No. You're not that sick. So you're doing the Chipotle model. You're yeah, going. we want to own yeah. an opera because you get to maintain the highest level of quality. So festivals, control. you guys will be everywhere. Well, they don't move around, actually. We can. We can move them. So I, I, oh, they're stationary. They're stationary. So you Why? just drop off. They have to stay there. They don't have to stay there. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you want them to because you want consistency among your customer base. Mm -hmm. and why right. do you want to own and operate the units? Because you get to maintain the highest level of quality control. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes franchise owners, you know, there's a ton they'll, of problems there. Change it, yeah. And how many times is the ice cream machine in McDonald's broken, for example, right? All like, the time. Yeah, there's a lot of them are franchise owners. So, mm -hmm. I mean, even that's more complicated of a machine than, say, a fryer. But imagine when franchise owners start having to deal with automation and mm. robots in their restaurants. Yeah. How are they going to deal with that? Mm. You know, so, no, I'm not interested in franchising. Um, and we don't like to move them because we want that consistency. But we can move them very easily. It mm. takes one day and $1,000. Okay. Mm. It's, it's like the leanest model. I mean, imagine if a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks didn't work out. Yeah. What do they do? They have to mm. vacate, right? Like, it's huge loss. Right. For us, it's like one day, boom. We've done it, mm. and it's been very successful, mm. super flexible. Now, the restaurant industry is known for having low margins. Does that yeah. worry you? No, it doesn't worry me. I mean, historically, well, from the standpoint of, look, I want restaurants to succeed, right? Like, I think what happened to uh, restaurants during COVID was devastating. Um, but it doesn't worry me. The average restaurant margin is uh, between 5 and 6%. Jeez, that's low. Very low. Razor thin margins all the time in the restaurant industry. And that's why so many of them failed, right? I mean, during COVID. Yeah, they're kind of, but the, you, the spoilage involved, though. So you're constantly throwing away. You have to re-up, like, what, every three, four days? Supply chain, yeah. Well, yeah. that's what it is. You have two big costs in restaurants. Food. It's food and labor. Yeah, food and so, labor. And that, those, will, those will kill you if they get out of control. Our margins are over 30%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have this factory. We build these units. They're very large. They're 256 square feet, full stack restaurants only difference is there's no dine-in experience but 
typically to build one of those, it would cost anybody else like 350K and we do it for between 50 and 90K. Mm. Yeah, and we could produce 20 of them a month today. And that's with that previous raise, you know, uh, fundraising. Like right. what happens when we raise the next round, which is going to be much So if somebody wanted you to bring one here, they wouldn't own it. How, how would like you would? We would be set up here. How could you collab with them? Like, y'all want to bring one here? So, I mean, we're going to collab with them. Uh, I mean, basically setting up a market for us is like, we have a commissary kitchen. Mm -hmm. So, so imagine in Austin, right? We opened up 10 Ziki pods in seven months. Very fast. I mean, uh, and and again, like you're talking about less than 90K to build and open one of these things. Final, final cost. Chipotle or Starbucks want to open up a single location just to open the store. Their average store cost is 1.2 to $2.7 million dollars. Their payback period is anywhere from 15 months to 50 months. Jeez. In our case, it's like we open it for less than 90K, uh, not 1.2 million or above. Our payback periods are less than six months. Our margins are 30%. They have 20 people staffed on an average shift. We have two. Oh, that's so unit wow. economics are unmatched, right? right? Um, How did you guys get the margin so high? Well, remember the two biggest costs are labor and food, right? right. So if, if you guys that, are growing your own food, making your own food. No, we're not doing that yet. We're partnering with the best people that are mm. serving Earth's right. purest ingredients, right. aka the true grassroots farmers that we're, we're amplifying. Mm. Um, but uh, in the future, we will. We will have our own agriculture practices and farms. So, and, and what are like some that. other ingredients outside of seed oils that people should avoid? I think just uh, across the board, like artificials. Uh, preservatives, highly processed items. Um, seed oils are the worst though. They stand at the top. Like, like we're the antithesis of seed oils. Like wow. They're our arch nemesis. So, I mean, again, our mission is re-architecting the toxic food system. That involves uh, rethinking and flipping the system on its head around ingredients, existing structures in place, and corruption. Mm. And there's much of all of those. You right. know, our system's contaminated. So, yeah, I noticed certain ingredients aren't banned here, but they are in other countries. It's a great point. There's uh, something in particular that one of the well-known ones is potassium bromate. And this is clearly cancerous. I mean, there's insane amounts of data, so much that China, India, and other countries, Europe, have it banned. It's like, why are we not banning potassium bromate? It's like, I'm not your bro, mate. You know? <laughs> like, get, get out of here with that. We don't want that. But look, let me ask you this. Those places that you just named were which ones? India, China, Europe. Okay, do they have free healthcare? Well, I, I'm on our healthcare system. I'm more so with a lot of the. I mean, look, when I went through the whole cancer situation, yeah. I realized the flaws in our in our healthcare system. You know, like. But uh, see, a lot of those countries that the reason why I'm saying that is because all those countries that ban different substances, chemicals, uh, and things like saying. that, it's it it's not it's not beneficial for them to have those things because then that means an influx in patients and sicknesses. Here we pay for our own healthcare, so the sicker we are, the more money they actually That's make. A brilliant point, and you're right. spot on. You're, right. you're so right about that. Big pharma owns all the medicine, and they own all the food pretty right. much right they're right. all interconnected these systems and these right. agencies with so much corruption and that's a great point because we're intentionally here designing food that makes people addicted to eating these things correct and then you get sick and then where do you go you go to their medical centers mm. that they're profiting from too so mm. it's this whole cycle of corruption that exists and excellent point mm. wow that's crazy yeah so when when foods are banned like foods and chemicals and different sodas and soft drinks and yeah. stuff you want to look into those countries and see do they provide free health care because mm. if they do then that's, that's like my man was saying is some other places the food is better the quality right. of the food is better because it's in their best interest to keep their society and their people healthy mm. mm-hmm. us is not in their best interest yeah. they need us sick bro 
They need a sick. A sick exactly. is like we, we it's just crazy because carcinogens are published online, and mm-hmm. you can see the whole list, and mm-hmm. they're just not banned in the U.S. Some of them. Well, no, because they got to keep it sick, Sean. Huh? Yeah. They need us to have cancer, bro. That that's what that one yeah. potassium bromate is a carcinogen, and yeah. there's thirteen hundred um, additives that are banned in Europe, and of the thirteen hundred, mm-hmm. eleven are banned in the United States. That's a crazy. Yeah, that's ratio. criminal. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. criminal. What is potassium bromate in? What, what foods have that? Bread mainly. Oh, bread. Mainly in bread, but it's in over 100 products. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, but it's in anything that requires a dye, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the, for the most part. Oh, that's what gives it the color? I uh, believe so. Well, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, I think um, it might be a holder, some kind of. Binder? Yeah, some, it's something having to, having to do mm-hmm. with that, yeah. Because it's in most products. If you look at it, it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be the Tesla of the food industry. One of the things you pride yourself on is customer service. How do you provide a great experience to the customer? I think you provide a great, okay, so. And how are you gonna survive? We're not gonna survive, we're gonna thrive. No, how are you going to, how are you guys actually going to be still living and breathing? In what sense? (laughs) And people are gonna try and kill us? Absolutely. Crazy. I have have Christ. (laughs) I have Christ, I have faith. That's the number one thing. The number one value in the company is that I have, we have faith. Right. That's the driving force behind the entire company vision. So, you know, when, yeah, I, I openly speak about God in the company and so does yeah. everybody else. This is a very, very important uh, layer and shielded, uh, shielded, you know, protection for us. Mm. Jesus didn't come to bring a pillow. He came to bring a sword. That's what he says. I mean, I understand wow. that, but I mean, when you, you know, you're pushing this and I, I don't get me wrong. I love it. Like, because anytime we have guests on here, it changes us too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The way that we look and eat. So my thing is you're up against, big. you're basically going head to head with Goliath at, at this point, right? Because you want to give health and they want to give sickness. Mm-hmm. Then I'm David, you know, it's right. like. So it, how do you, you know. You look, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. It's a, it's an increasingly dangerous endeavor, right? Yeah, so how, so how do you. I have to, I have to, I have to walk in faith. You know, look at the yeah. guy like RFK, right? Why is he resonating so much with people, right? Mm-hmm. He's he, RFK is resonating on the right and the left. Mm-hmm. He's basically attracting all people mm-hmm. on both sides of the spectrum. Why he's speaking in, in right. truth? He's walking in truth and he's exposing a lot of corruption. Very dangerous for a guy like that. And he's he's, you know, a lot of people know him and, and everything. He said the same thing. He's like, you know, I'm 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 very smart about it. I'm very careful about how I move, and you know the different moves that he takes, but. I'm aware of the same thing, right? So I have to be surrounded by good people. Uh, I have to have my faith at the forefront, and then I have to make very smart, calculated moves to be able to do this in a way where we're actually going to accomplish what we've set out to do. Mm. You know, so yeah. But I, I would prefer that that's the path because that means that it's super significant to humanity, and mm-hmm. it's actually making the world a better place. If it wasn't uh, wildly dangerous, then how significant would it really be at mm-hmm. the end of the day? Right. If I die behind this endeavor, then good. That's how I go out. Yeah. yeah, got you. I, I like that. Well, back to the customer service. How are you providing better experience than like a Chipotle or Panera or something? Okay, so I think it begins at the product level, right? So if you you said you you tied that into a master plan of becoming the Tesla of food, um, Tesla's got an exceptional product. You mm-hmm. you get in the car, you just feel good. It's right? an experience. It's yeah. an experience. It's so simple. One mothership dashboard tablet that controls the whole functionality of the car. Mm-hmm. Simplicity. It, it's bright. The the sunroof at the top, right? The skylight. White seats. White seats. <laughs> like like does that, yeah. exactly. And <clears throat> the whole experience, the acceleration, the music, the sound quality, the cameras. You have to create an exceptional product, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we've done at at the food level. I think if you compare like our first creation, Ziki, right? Greek Mexican fusion restaurant. Um, basically, this is where there's a similarity to Tesla. It's like at the simplest level, 
customer facing level, what does Tesla do? They sell food. Uh, they they sell cars, mm-hmm. right? They sell cars. On the back end of Tesla, it's wildly complex. Gigafactory, autonomous, uh, fully electric. You know, thousands of engineers. It's super complex. <clears throat> but they sell cars. Ziki, it's like simplest customer facing level. We sell food. Back end, wildly complex. Automation. We just acquired an entire team. We're building robots that make 300 rice bowls per hour. Mm, wow. Like tons of software. A giga, a factory as well where we're we're scaling out these food. 300 products. rice bowls an hour. Yeah team of 10 we just equipped seven months so you, so you guys are implementing ai and robots it, yeah exactly so gotcha. from the factory we make those pods that i showed you on mm-hmm. the phone we're also building automation and robotics from there so the robotics Crazy. go in the pods wow. insane yeah. that's dope yeah. but yeah, no one great. would know that like that's all behind the scenes so it's will you still have scenes. people working in those pods though um along, yes. with, along with the robots yes okay but let, so the way i look at it is like you know, the food company in Ziki, it's an intelligent theater mm-hmm. where humans and robots share the stage. Gotcha. I'm not some automation freak that wants to just completely wipe out humans. Mm-hmm. I love having humans around. I think it's a food business. People like that component. Interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let them work together. So mm-hmm. we'll reduce the labor for sure. There won't be as many, but there's definitely always going to be people. Man, that's mm-hmm. It's people, humanity first. Yeah. Nick, what's next for you, man? What are you working on? Um, the big thing is really um, I'm in full force fundraising mode, so we're raising 15 mil now, and that should be closed out pretty soon, and then um, setting up the Miami market. What but series are you guys in? This is Seed still. Oh, Yeah, okay. so this is our stage ahead of the A, but mm-hmm. we, we move so fast mm-hmm. um, that we're you can't really compare us to a typical Seed company because the size of our A is going to be the size of some companies C or D. Right. So because you already raised ten, now you're doing another fifteen. Exactly. exactly. So what's the goal? You want to grow it into Bohemia? Yeah, exactly. The goal is again to rearchitect the toxic system. It's to really spread awareness, but also offer these concepts at mm-hmm. the mass, the the most massive scale ever imaginable. Global mm-hmm. global scale, multi decade conquest, like the next 30, 40, 50 years, and so on, um, and really just make Earth's most pure ingredients accessible to every single human. What are you offering in the seed round? As far as? Just anything. Um, well, it look, equity I mean, or I mean it it was, it's going to be equity, yeah, equity. of course, yeah. So, you know, we, we're talking to several very large and uh, aligned groups right now that gotcha. can do enormous checks. And um, basically, you know, we've also had some angels in the past few weeks come in and rip mm. like 250 a piece. And a lot of people actually in crypto and yeah. Web3 and they, they love this uh, oh, yeah. anti-seed yeah, oil yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. very aware because they're truth seekers, right? Yeah. Like, I'm the same way. It's, Absolutely. Not, it's not even Republican or Democrat party. It's truth party. Gotcha. Now, there's a lot of these food companies that make healthy snacks, healthy products. Then they end up getting acquired by the big food companies and then they change the ingredients. Yeah. Is that something that concerns you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have like really 10 companies that own all the food or snacks and products and grocery stores like Kellogg's and General Mills and uh, Pines and Kraft. You'd be amazing. There's a graphic. Maybe we'll pop it up. But it's like it shows how those companies own hundreds of other companies underneath them and Mm. they manipulate the ingredients. I mean, even if you look at a Heinz bottle from the U.S. versus a Heinz bottle in Canada – the one in, in Canada is just super natural and just like very healthy. And then here mm-hmm. you've got, you know, the high fructose corn syrup and all but, the things that we should not be eating. So it, it concerns me, but it's, you know, we also will be acquiring many companies and many products as we scale, uh, but we'll never manipulate it to to the, what they're doing. You know, right. we'll actually bring it to its its greatest form of truth and, and vitality for humans. That's awesome. Yeah, they do that with dog food too. Remember yeah. the Alaska? Yeah, mm-hmm. they do it. With, they do it. They kind of do it with everything. Yeah, they, they even want our dog sick, bro. That's the goal <laughs> is to keep him sick, bro. The goal yeah, is to keep him sick. So it is. They'll they'll get him out. They want to get him out the game because he'll have 
obviously market share. Well, yeah. the market's changing. Chipotle announced they're not using Cito's anymore next year, right? Yeah. Next year. They, they still got six more months. I don't know that they fully <clears throat> announced that they won't be using Cito's. I know that they uh, did an investment in Zero Acre, which is the fermented oil that we use. Yeah. Um, we're Zero Acre's uh, fastest and largest growing customer. But it's a great product. And I know that Chipotle is leaning into that. So no. I don't know, though, that they fully said no Cito's. If they have, um, incredible. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, man. Any closing comments? No, just glad to be here. Good to be in Vegas and uh, glad to, you know, that you guys are aware of this stuff. And thank you for providing the platform where we can sure. you know, let everybody know. Thank you for coming in, bro. Appreciate thank you. Yeah, Appreciate you both. On, man. Sure. Thank you. All right. Digital Social Hour. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you next time. Peace.